What's up everybody? This is Britt Jones and my buddy Justin Jones and we are back for another episode of just hanging out on his back porch and talking. Uh, we're using Throwback Country Music, the podcast, um, as our stepping stone until we are a stepping stool. What's that called? Stone. Stone. Until we get our podcast launched. So we're just using this as a uh, some leverage to get some uh, st- to get some listeners and to kind of build up our little base, but we're so excited about it, y'all! And and so hopefully, uh, hopefully by November we'll have a uh, we'll have our podcast launch. But for right now, we're going to be on this uh, format, and uh, we just like to talk about music and life in general. And um, so basically, that's what we're doing. If you listened to last week's episode, you got to hear some really cool uh, stories. Uh, that I didn't even realize about, uh, like when Justin was talking about Robert Johnson, and uh, it was just it was really awesome. But today, our we're, we're going to kind of talk about, and one thing that's really important to me and Justin is our faith, and uh, that's something that we're not ashamed of, and uh, we just want to incorporate that in everything we do. But so today, the, the kind of the the theme that we're going to talk about in just a little bit is. Uh, songs and, and, and artists that have incorporated God uh, or, or the Holy Spirit or some type of faith into their songs that, that we've heard before, but maybe some. what's really cool is when I listen to a song and I, didn't, and, and, and I think it's a love song, then later on I, I read about it and it's actually a song that the songwriter actually wrote about God and you're like, oh wow, that's kind of cool. So, But anyway, we'll do that in just a little bit. Right now, Justin, how's your week been? It's been good. It's been good. Uh, I don't know. I'm about done with something. This class I've been taking for a few months. Mm-hmm. It's good to see it coming to an end. Yeah, it's been very good. It's been helpful. Right. Try to use something other than good. Good's a vague word. Oh, you've gotten onto me several times for saying good. It's good because it was fun and I liked it. It's just uh, yeah. Doesn't. Just doesn't feed the they conversation. Don't even, it don't even sound right for you to say it now. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when you say it's good and I like it, I'm like, that is not well, Justin. <laughs> that's how I feel when you say it. Too. I know, I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later on, like in, in the next few weeks, about what you're about the class and stuff you're talking about. We'll we'll, uh, we'll save that. Yeah, I don't want to overload with that. Yeah, kind of stuff. but I, I can't wait till that episode happens. Uh, no doubt. But, um, yeah, it's been a good week. You know, I told y'all last week that me and Justin on Sunday nights at 8 o'clock, we do a Facebook Live hour-long show where we just hang out on his back porch, play some music, talk about uh, just whatever's on our mind. And uh, so we've, we've had a lot of fun doing that. We've had four episodes so far, and uh, we've had people tuning in from all over, and it's just been really cool to see the response uh, from people that will talk to us through the week, like, oh, I saw it Sunday night, or now what time does it come on again? And so people are starting to get the buzz, and it's, it's just really neat because this is something me and Justin really love doing. We love playing music, and um, what, what do you think about Sunday nights? Has it been something that you've... I've never got to do anything like that, you know? It's not like a concert or anything. It's not like we're Led Zeppelin or... Right. I was gonna say Leonard Skinner. It's not like, or Leonard. It's, it's not like somebody like that. You know, it's different. It's our friends, our family. The one, it's our loved ones and friends watching us. Yeah. And those that want to, and it's cool to see consistency. And I don't know. It's 
it's encouraging mm-hmm. to know that uh, people are behind you, you know? I yeah. mean, not even behind you, even, not like they're keeping us up, but... Yeah. It's 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 different when you have an audience of it, people you know. It makes me want to do better. Yeah. Play good. Yeah. And instead of just playing for fun, it's been like uh, I get to play for love. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool way to put it. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of the audience that we have, um, well, we've had close to over, it's pushing 55, about 5,000 uh, total views so far in four weeks, which is awesome for just a couple of guys that get a, get together and play music. It's probably not um, weird for you, man, but for me, that is that's that scares me. It's scary. Uh, well, I just don't want to say anything stupid, you know. It's uh, but we have a blast doing it. And so what what I found though is uh, not you know like you were saying, you know the people that tune in is a lot of our friends and family that we have on Facebook. But uh, now it's it's starting to get to where people are tuning in that we don't even know who they are. And so hey to you guys, hey to you guys. And so I, I noticed that, and I've been noticing some comments and stuff from people that I I, I don't even know. And so that to me is really cool. Uh, knowing that we're playing music for people that we haven't met yet, and uh, so I love that. Uh, if y'all hear a dog barking, it's a Piper, Justin's baby girl. She's a miniature Yorkie. She's about two and a half, three pounds. She's gorgeous. She's precious. She's probably full grown. She probably get about three, four pounds max. Oh, you think she'll get more than that? I don't know, no, but maybe she'll eat more than that. <laughs> She's a great snuggler. I, uh, I. <laughs> I sleep over here a lot, but I, uh, Piper, he's, I always get her in bed with me. He's got his own bedroom here. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. My wife made your sheet, made his sheets the other day. Yeah. Because <laughs> right now, guys, I'm living in a camper, and uh, because I just moved to the area, and so I love my camper, but I'm over here more than anything. But uh, anyway, so just in a few minutes, uh, sit back, relax, enjoy some of our uh, back and forth conversations about artists who have uh, incorporated God into their music. And when I was looking at some artists today, and when I was uh, researching some of this, I was actually shocked by some of the artists that, and some of the songs. I thought, wow, I did not know that's what that song meant. So, well, some of the language, too, even. Like Chris Cornell's Show Me How to Live, Nail in My Hand mm-hmm. for My Creator, You Gave Me a Life, Now Show Me How to Live. Like that's not. I think that's relating to a uh, Indian or something. Cochise, he wrote that song Cochise, mm-hmm. uh, or Cochise, however you say it. But that was a Native American Indian that kind of sacrificed himself for his people as a chief. And uh, I think this might be. It was on the same album, oh, so it wow. might be about the same thing. I don't know though. We'll see. Well, after this little music break, we are going to jump right into Chris Cornell. How about that? We'll start. We'll start with him. All, All right. right. See you in a minute. So, uh, welcome back. We are going to talk about some songs and some artists that have incorporated their faith or even incorporated God into their lyrics. And like I said earlier, I was I was surprised by some of these, and it was really cool uh, when I was reading some of this. But, um, you know, before we get into that, uh, we're going to talk about a verse that um, some of you know, and we're going to kind of just uh, dissect it real quick um, and it's Romans 3 
Uh, Romans eight. Romans eight. Romans eight. Um. Eight fifteen. Eight seventeen. Eight fifteen is uh, that which I do I do not want that that I do I do not want to do and that which I do not do is what. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that can be a whole what, episode right there. What that one says it pretty much though while we're talking about it is. Uh, the the know how isn't there. The want to the will to mm-hmm. want to is there, mm-hmm. but the know how to do good is not there. So mm-hmm. and that's naturally for man. Cause oh yeah. Because of, of Adam, not blaming it on Adam. I would have probably ate the apple too if he put yeah. me in that spot. But, yeah. Or promagannet, I think, is what it's considered to be. Um. But the verse you were wanting to talk about is what? What you say for all? Of- Sin and fall short of the glory of God. Yeah, I'll, uh, I thought that was Romans three twenty three, but I could be wrong. It could be. I do not have my Bible with me right now. And seven fifteen is the uh, one I'm talking to, or seven nineteen. For to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good I do not find. This new King James, but oh, it is Romans three twenty three. And, and y'all, let me just explain something to you about this. That makes me really excited that I knew that. Um, but Justin, one thing I admire about him uh, is that he knows so much scripture, and he knows where certain things are in scripture. He knows the verses and all that. So I just I, I I do, and he knows this. This is nothing new for him. But that's why one reason I look up to him because he uh, he can just spit it out real quick, and I just love that. You know, just to be able to internalize the word like he does. Um, well, it took a, it, it. I got puffed puffed up like marshmallow man for a little while you yeah. know i was reading it for the i'm not necessarily reading it for the wrong reasons but it it wasn't it wasn't what it the intention was good but i don't think the application was mm. if that makes sense it does yeah i mean and i wasn't holding it to heart it was going to head and i was like using it i was like trying to use it for m- for me, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't not for power, but like to keep score. Like, oh yeah, I did. I blessed today. Yeah. I did a blessing today. Mm-hmm. You know, well that ain't. That's not what it's about, man. Right. And I mean, that ain't what he would. That's not what he would want. Right. So I'm not saying. Uh, this goes ties in perfect with what we're. Mm-hmm. What, what, that's why I just. That's why we decided to use this verse and. I think it's important that we explain why we're going to do do this. I would say Christ is the he brought us together. I think he was answered our both our prayers and I think that without him it'll fall and crumble. Whatever you do will fall and crumble if you take him out of it. Countries mm-hmm. as country as well with this yeah. with the debate happening mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yeah. But, Man, that's good. That's a good point. But uh I think the unwisest presidential kind of candidate that if if he proclaims Christ and then the wisest non-Christian runs I think I'm voting for I know I'm voting for the Christian because mm-hmm. God will hold his arms up right. you know so that's a good point um, and if you look back at history every nation without him falls you're right you're so right about that now that's cool I'm so glad that the listeners are hearing hearing about that um, well that's why we we're going to inquire incorporate him into it more than most people would normally like. It's not. I agree. I agree. You know, and this is a, uh, and and the thing is, guys with that that are listening to this uh, from wherever you are. Like I said at the top of the show, that our mine and Justin's faith uh, is very important to us, and that's you know that's the reason we breathe and live. 
and that's the reason we play music. Um, no matter what type of music it is, we just uh, we we know who blessed us with our gifts. But um, you should have heard our prayer before the show, though. It was <laughs> help us to quit cussing. <laughs> that's important. Uh, but we're not we're not beating you over the head with the Bible. We're just sharing our stories, man. We're just sharing our our our, our love for uh, uh, the Lord and why we believe what we believe, you know. But it's not a this isn't a uh, we're not being churchy and all that, but we want to uh, just share who we are, you know, and incorporate that in every show. Um, but Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and come short or fallen short of the glory of God. Um, and that's me. I fall short every single day. But I also know who holds me in his hands. Uh, and that gives me hope and comfort. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Uh, and then 24 goes on and says, Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Mm. Should you read the pretext if you read the post-text? Sure. 21, we'll start. Uh, 321 says, But now the righteousness of God, apart from the law, is revealed. Being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood through faith, to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance God had passed over the sins that were previously committed well I'll finish it up to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of those who has faith who has faith in Jesus hmm. alright beat you over the head yeah I don't know if Churchy might not even be there. What, what's the word we can use? What's a proper, an appropriate word to say we're not trying to be ostentatious about faith? Maybe. Maybe. Showy. Yeah. Or a religious snar, like a <laughs> snobs or something. Yeah, because I mean that's yeah. I, I, we just you'll hear it in in the things we talk about and in, in, in the music we play, uh, which brings me to this, and uh, I know that Chris Cornell. For those of you that don't know, well, why don't you tell us a little bit, a little bit of, because I, I found some cool stuff I'm going to tell everybody in a minute. All right. Uh, but as far as Chris Cornell goes, for those of you that don't know who Chris Cornell is, you might know who Sound, but well, I guess his right, well, his his notoriety, of course, would probably go to Black Hole Sun, Soundgarden. You know, he was the lead singer of Soundgarden, but he did a lot more than just Soundgarden. Um, Audio what, Slave. Yeah, Audio Slave. Temple of the Dog. Yep. He did some solo stuff. Yeah, he did the James Bond song that one time. Uh, the first the David Craig. Yeah, the d- first David Craig James Bond. He did the opening for it. Oh, the Daniel Craig one. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. So, but you're drawn to him. You're drawn to his lyrics, right? Is that what? You... Well, yeah, man. Soundgarden in particular, because I just think they're guitarists, man. Uh, Kim. What's his name? I forget his name. Anyways, yep. their sound, man. All right, if you're familiar with Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath does this song called Into the Void. And it's very good, like heavy metal That's song. That's Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, it's Ozzy Osbourne sang, but the rest of, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, 
It didn't have Zach Wild in it. I think Zach Wild was. Yeah, it might have had Zach Wild. Anyways, it's not. Not. It don't matter. It's, Keep it's going. I love it. Any, uh, <laughs> Cornell man, he like his lyrics are not. He's not a Christian. I don't think. I think he didn't. I think he's talked about his faith and mm-hmm. stuff. He kind of is like a coexist kind of guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying new age belief. Right. Like he's not. Yeah. He doesn't think he's God or right. anything. But he thinks we are all. As a like Buddha almost said, it, we're, we're connected. Everything right. is connected. Uh, everything is. I don't know. You get into Buddha, but Buddha's Hindu and Vedic, mm-hmm. so they don't believe. Uh, never mind. We'll get into that. We can get into that yeah. later too, if you want to. But if uh, Cornell but, used language that was very figurative in his uh, songs and his lyrics, and he wrote every song, every every album he had, he wrote the lyrics to those songs except for that Black Sabbath song in stealth right. it's Into the Void Stealth is that song and they uh, I, I don't know why they put stealth in there but uh, they put it in print there in quote uh, parentheses at mm-hmm. the end of the title but anyways Black Sabbath did it great not taking anything no, away yeah. from but Soundgarden takes that song man and they just they own it you yeah. know and well, cool. it's, it's like uh just a few weeks ago, if y'all remember the song Nothing Compares to You that Sinead O'Connor did, One Hit Wonder back in the early 90s, that Prince actually wrote. Um, but I, excuse me, I found a version uh, a few weeks ago of Chris Cornell doing Nothing Compares to You, and I was like, my mouth was wide open. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. This is incredible. He took that song, and, and, and when I heard him do it, I became a huge fan of the song like I never had been before. Because I don't, it's just something. The, the way he delivers a song is so powerful, and I, I I remember I sent it to you. I think he probably. I wonder if he's produced any CDs or anything he's other probably, than his. Yeah, I'm sure he helped produce his own records. It's just his his lyrics are always rich. They're always uh, they they always make you think. All right, building the towers belongs to the to the sky, or b- building the towers belongs to the sky. Is that one of the songs? Y- yeah, I think that's uh, when it when the whole thing comes crashing down. Don't ask me why. I think that one is. Uh, it's not Fourth of July, but uh, yeah, that's the Fourth of July. That's I thought it was the end. I thought okay. it was the Fourth of July. Anyways, there's Limo Wreck. That one and that sound a lot, but he's uh. Ever since the beginning, they were before uh, Nirvana. Yeah. So pre- See, I didn't know that until you told me a few weeks ago. Because I thought Soundgarden, for me, Soundgarden was in like the mid-90s after Nirvana and all these other alternative bands came out. And so I only knew Chris Cornell from that one song, Black Hole Sun. My question is, and we're, we'll talk about the, the religious aspect of it because I found something I wanted to share with y'all. But why do you think... Soundgarden, yes, they were well known, but why didn't they? Why do you commercialize think make it past that one big hit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why didn't they get to that? Oh man, that that. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, but that uh, down on the upside album or the A side. Uh, oh, I forget the album name. Anyways, it had "Fell on Black Days," "Black Hole Sun," uh, "Just Like Suicide." Uh, 
Did the band split? Was it his duty, or think, do you know the? I think in music, and I think I think tempers flare with people who are. You put LeBron James on the same team as the guy, you know, Chris Bosh, and ah, yeah. uh, oh, who, who? So is it like egos? Have yeah, part man, I would say egos and uh, like visions. The vision. So Soundgarden came out. They were out. They had been out for a while before Black Hole Sun even came out, right? Yeah, yeah, they'd been out since the 80s. They had been making 80s. music, and they had been doing their thing. I think they were 86, 87. Okay. Which blows my mind. But they got a big break with that, that song. Uh, and I guess, you know, he wrote that, right? Black Hole Sun, is that Yeah, correct? Yeah, he wrote all... Okay, he all the ones that were originals by Soundgarden, he wrote. All That's the ones that are original by Audio Slave, yeah. he wrote, or he was a part of writing all of them. Okay. And, but his name is in every every original they sang. Chris Cornell was either the main writer or a part of it. See, Audio Slave, though they, I mean, they had a few big hits. Yeah, they they were uh, that was Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And, and Soundgarden. Yeah. And then you got Velvet Revolver and Oh yeah. Guns so Velvet Revolver was Slash. And right? uh, yeah, and Scott Weiland from Stone Temple, Stone Temple Pilots. Pilots. Yeah, and Duff McKee or Duff. But he wasn't in it. No, he wasn't. Oh, okay, okay. I got but, I got Now him and Eddie Vedder and part of their bands did an album for Andrew Wood that was singer of uh, Mother Love Bone. Mother Love Bone Mother Love Bone actually kinda started the uh, grudge movement. It wasn't Nirvana and it wasn't Soundgarden, but and it wasn't Pearl Jam, but Cornell and this Andrew Wood were rooming roommates yes. and uh cornell comes home and finds the guy dead from an overdose a heroin overdose yes. well oh my gosh i'm about to tell you something's gonna blow your mind well and that starts the uh the temple of the dog album they did it was uh, chris cornell and eddie vetter and i think pearl jam mixed with soundgarden or there might have been some others in there too but uh stargazer poor stargazers got those t- or he's got those tears in his eyes mm-hmm. They they called he was stargazer Andrew Wood I think it might have even been like a Bowie t- style like persona you know what I mean yeah. like a like a Ziggy Stardust type guy okay do you remember me talking we we've been me and Justin's been practicing a song this week uh, from Candlebox called uh, Far Behind. Far Behind. That's about Andrew Wood. Oh, is it really? I didn't know you knew who they were, Dude. so I would have told you. Yeah, I was like, man. That's about the, that guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Praise God. I did, when you said that just then, I was like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, while you're looking at, at that, I'm going to read y'all a couple things. It says, uh, one of the many, th- uh, this is on the internet, um, on worldreligionnews.com, so we'll just see what it says. It says, one of the many things about Cornell that <laughs> will always remain a secret is his religious beliefs from his songs uh, in his lyrics, it appeared to many that he was a believer. However, because he did, he went to Catholic school. He, his uh, his wife was Greek Orthodox. His mother, I think, was Jewish. His dad was Catholic. So he had an upbringing in some type of faith. Um, and and it also says that he has also been heard to call out blessings at his concerts, like "God bless you," you know, in, implying that there's a higher power. He was never open about which system of spirituality he practiced. And he also would say uh, that he, I, I think he was pretty much against organized religion. Uh, so he stayed out of it. But I just, I saw that and I thought that was kind of cool because, you know, 
Well, you can't let one Alabama or Tennessee. You can't let one Tennessee. I'm a Tennessee fan. I'm gonna use Tennessee. Mm-hmm. If I go to the Tennessee games mm-hmm. and there's one bad fan there, mm-hmm. I can't j- judge all Tennessee fans based off of that one fan. You know? Yeah. So I would urge you. I would. Uh, That's cool. That's a good way. I, <laughs> I would say that uh, don't not to go to church because of one time, one church, like. Yeah. The the meaning of church would be to go to be part of the network to like help the mm-hmm. one help the motherless right. the yeah. uh, the the orphan and the the widow and the needy the poor the prisoners you know yeah and uh, I don't know I just church yeah you go and get fed at church but really you need to go to be willing to be a part of the network so you can help where help is needed mm-hmm. you know. Oh, here I am, Lord, send me. And it's not so, like, it's not like I'm Christian of the year. I'm not competing for Christian of the week or anything. Yeah. But I'm really not. If I'm not that good of a dude, really, you know. But I'm just saying. We, none of us are. We all fall short. Yeah. Of the mark, you know. You know where that? What they're talking about? The language they're talking about is an arrow. The. Uh, we all fall short of the mark. the The mark is used as an archer's term in Hebrew, for uh, or Greek for an arrow. Wow! So, we all fall short of the target. Is means like we're pulling the bow back, and our arms are too weak to shoot, pull it back far enough for it to go, or we're not accurate enough. Man! But if we fall short, then we're not pulling. It, we're not strong enough without him. So that's that's cool, man. I, ah. That's awesome, Justin. Um, well, and something I found today when I was looking up artists, you know, uh, or songs that have had some type of faith in them, and this is another guy you like. Um, this song right here is one of my favorite songs of all time. It's called One Love, and it's from Bob Marley. You know, it's, uh, you know, in... But the the uh, the Rastafarian faith. Yeah, the Rastafarian it, faith. It they think Haley Selesi was the uh, reincarnation of Jesus. He think they think. See, I'm not sure if they think we all have the spirit in us that mm-hmm. Christ gave us at Pentecost, or if uh, you know he he lived a life perfect. First of all, our God, Brett and I's God, is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. Let me make that clear. I want to mm-hmm. proclaim that yeah and uh jesus christ would be his son so do you think bob marley well the the reason i was i brought up that song is because it says let's give praise to the lord let's give praise to the lord and we will be all right see they believe in god right like the jews would Uh some think that they're one of the tribes of judaism you know but which brings me to another thing the native americans uh david having david was good looking and ruddy ruddy Uh means red yeah so red red skinned i don't know red haired maybe it might have been red haired or skinned but native americans are kind of in the running for a lost tribe i've heard that maybe we should do an episode on that maybe i don't want to get into conspiracy i know know, but but it's fun to talk about that's uh so, do you think Bob Marley, with that that faith, Mar- that, okay, so, was Jesus a, even mentioned in that type of faith? Okay, so Haley Selesi was a political guy, and uh, one of his advisors or one of his people, I think, kind of pushed for Selesi to be the uh, Jesus figure that he is, and uh, Selesi 
attempted to like put resistance up for that movement but i think they did it anyways you know jamaica was getting their independence from britain or was it mm. yeah wasn't it in britain yeah i think it was britain and uh y'all you, we got any fact checkers y'all can check them out yeah know? man <laughs> i mean but uh Salisi Salisi's their figure Jesus would be ours Salisi is theirs we both share the same God they're more of on the Daniel diet than we would be you know oh. they, don't call don't call unclean what the Lord has made common you right. know and but they follow more of the dietary laws and rules or uh, guides guidelines yeah. that Daniel that you'd consider the Daniel diet. Right. And I think overall that's probably a really good idea, you know. I, don't, mm-hmm. I think they ate unleavened bread and uh, rarely, probably ate meat only if they needed to. Right. But, I, I did the Daniel fast. It's like a 21-day okay. Daniel fast. Yeah. You didn't I like did, No, I didn't. I, I, I did it, but I didn't stick to it completely. Like, I, I did drink my coffee. But as far as the, I can't, it's been so long since I did it. I, I did, I didn't do like, is it pork or is it ham? Like meat? Yeah, you can't eat pork. Yeah, I think I I I, I did I did without that. Swine can't swine. Right. Yeah, I don't think you need any meat really. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you can't. What, they ate lamb. I what think, about fish and oxen? Can you eat fish? On they didn't eat oxen. I mean, See, I don't remember. I'd have to no, look back. No poultry. On it. Yeah, man, they were fishermen. The the uh, disciples yeah. were fishermen. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, the, swine, anything hooved, like yeah. you couldn't eat hooved stuff. Yeah, you couldn't eat horses, (laughs) but something about the hooves. It wasn't necessarily all hooves. It was something about if the hoof was cloved. I think. Oh, okay. I'm not sure, and it couldn't. You can Um, eat snakes, uh, frogs. But going back to that, do you do you know off the top of your head if that type of religion that Bob Marty practiced, did they mention Jesus or was Jesus no. a part of well, it? Well, they got offended when Marley's, they don't, they got not offended. Some of them, I would say the majority of the radicals, the the, uh, the ones that are strong in, the ones who care about their faith a lot, they uh, would be upset that Marley's mother, before she passed, she converted over back to Christianity. Oh, that's a true story. Yes. So, oh. uh, was he raised in a Christian home? I think they were Catholic, maybe. Oh wow. Now is that okay? Because I'm dumb when it comes to this. So, is that religion still a thing today, or is that just something that was a Rastafar Rastafarianism? Yeah. Yes, it's is that still big is in today. Jamaica. Still. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Me and Ashley went there for our honeymoon. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, we went on the Bob Marley Eight Mile Tour. Okay. Really cool. I mean. Jamaica's cool on the resort. The water's pretty and stuff. You get off that resort, it's beautiful land, right? Jungles. Beautiful, beautiful and, island, yeah. yeah. Ca- ca- out in the Caribbean. And, yeah. I mean, but it was like slump. It was ghetto, man. I mean, like, you think... Poverty. Yeah, if you think poverty's bad here. There was unfinished houses all the way from our, our resort all the way to the tour. Mm-hmm. And we got off the bus, and, you know, we're like... We're Americans. We're we're here to have a good time, you know. And then you realize, 
I don't know. I just kind of brought a new light to my eyes, man. And I had a whole new respect for the people there and their culture and everything, you know? Yeah. And after talking to some of the guys that worked at the resort, some of the guys there and ladies there, they grew up at that resort, never left the resort. Like, what? they're resort kids. Resort oh, parents, yeah. children, children's children. Yeah, man. And uh, is that the, it's all they know. But is that good money for them to live off of? I, I would say there, they get paid, they probably get paid American wages uh-huh. you know if you're working at an american resort i would say that they're making great money compared oh, to wow. there yeah oh wow well those houses they're huge they have like uh it looks like almost a french style living like a french quarter style Did france on them or was it britain i thought it was britain okay it, it was, maybe it's victorian i'm thinking of. i yeah, don't know okay. like new orleans style housing oh, you know yeah and uh Maybe I don't. I'm not sure, man. Yeah, you guys check our. But Marley's mom was a Christian, and uh, the guy there told us that he didn't. Oh yeah, he he was kind of sore about. It sounded like it was teams. He was rooting for not that team of Christ. You know. Oh really? Yeah, because Salisi's their guy, man. Salisi's their. Is that the founding person of the religion? He would be the. uh, Muhammad of Islam. See, Muhammad of Islam. I mean, is he the one that founded the start of the religion? No. Oh, it, no. okay, okay. It would be... He they, was like a teacher? I don't know who founded it, who started it, man. But Marley, they worship Marley pretty much more than they do Salisi. Right. Just because he's the biggest yeah. uh, patriarch they have. Yeah. But uh, Salisi, man, he was a political figure. And they he was of Ethiopia, I think. Yeah. Ethiopian... Uh, Prime Minister uh-huh. is that what they called the Ethiopians guy? Maybe it wasn't a king, but uh, he was said to have the spirit that descended on Christ, uh, that ascended uh-huh. from uh, with Christ's uh-huh. baptism. Yeah, Salisi had it, and that's what we would call the Holy Spirit. Yes, yeah, yeah. But we all have the Holy Spirit in us. It was when Christ died, he uh-huh. re- he he gave it to us all. That was right. the purpose of his coming is so we could all dwell with him because we all fall short of the glory of God. Right. We're gonna, see how we're going to tie that in. Yeah. But, uh, don't sh- but what I'm saying, man, is, uh, oh man, Salisi, they just believe Salisi. They would get on their knees and worship him. Oh, wow. And it's, it's a polluted gospel. If, they, if any man uh, speaks to you any other gospel, other, if any man speaks to you of a gospel other than the one we have preached to you today is what Paul says. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's polluted or yeah. it's 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 null and void. Yeah. So I think if you don't stick to the measuring stick, you're out of line. Yeah. You're, you're either you're too much. Yeah. Left or right. Um, dude, we could probably do a whole episode on Marley, and we might do that one day. Uh, you know he, because in in one of his lyrics, the, the people get ready. You know, there's a train coming. That's foreshadowing. Of, oh, they're like, singing about jaw all the time. It's, it's so cool, though. I just anyway. So uh, moving right along, uh, I was looking up some more songs, and if y'all remember Collective Soul from the '90s, you remember Collective Soul? Heaven let your light shine down. Yeah. It says this song in '93 was a prayer in which the narrator asked God to show him a sign. He asked that the Holy Spirit's light shine down on him from heaven and teach him the way now i've always heard that the lead singer of collective soul was like a uh was a christian he professed jesus and so i i I saw i thought that was cool today then you got your other uh songs uh justin that talk that are straightforward like i saw god today by george Strait, or uh jesus take the wheel by carrie underwood right or you know you got some songs that are just straight up you know 
Um, uh, like the REM song, Losing, that's losing me. My the, okay, losing My Religion. Losing My Religion. Now, he was a, uh, I think they were, they're from the South. I think Athens, they're, Georgia. Are they? Mm-hmm. And they're, they were uh, Roman Catholic, I think. Or maybe it might have been Presbyterian, Methodist. Oh, I'm just going to name every one of them. Surely I'll be right. <laughs> but those guys were Southern boys, and they were believers, man. Uh, and this one was you, interesting. Do you, this wasn't ever a big hit, but it's on this list. It was uh, from a country singer, Thomas Rhett. He had a song out when he first started called Beer with Jesus. Yeah. And ch- check this out. These are some of the questions he asked in the song. Uh, and see what you think about this. How'd you turn the other cheek? How'd you change a sinner's heart? Have you been there from the start? When are you coming back? What's on the other side? Are my dead loved ones all right? These are like if you were having a beer with Jesus. Uh, if you, if if you, like it says, he further wonders what it would be like to have a couple of rounds of cold cold ones with Jesus. Yeah, that for some of you that are listening might think that's irreverent. Why would you even think that? But. Uh, what do you think about something like that? Well, if you're going to build a relationship with someone, you want to know more about them. So it's like me and you talking the other day, mm-hmm. and we and I, I was like, what do you think uh, Jesus chose Galilee for? And you said it might have been the fish. Oh, yeah. You know, it could have been the fish. Well, what if Jesus scoped that? What if the creator of the universe, architect of the design of the universe, yeah. designed Galilee that way? Nazareth, so he so he could yeah. uh, eat the fish there, you know. Had the, awesome. the but I mean, so I think if you're meeting somebody and you're trying to form a relationship, like when me and Ashley first started dating, mm-hmm. I, like some of the questions I would ask her is like, mm-hmm. "What's your favorite food? What's your favorite color?" What's mm-hmm. well, ask the same things to the the main one you're supposed to have a relationship with, because that's what it's about mainly. Is without the relationship, you know, he doesn't know us. So right. and that's we want to be a sheep. We want to be a sheep, not a goat. I mean, they both buy, but we got to hear the shepherd's voice. And if we do hear it, we got to be not as stubborn as a goat would be and go our own way. You know. Yeah. So, um, I I think you build a relationship by questions like that. I love it. And here's one of your favorite artists of all time. This I think you said one time. This is your first. Or second CD, Randy Travis. Randy Travis, right? Randy Travis and Vanilla Ice. I got both those CDs for Christmas at the same okay, time. Okay, so on this on this top list right here, uh, number nineteen, it says one of the songs that are faith driven is Three Wooden Crosses. That was one of Randy's last big hits. You know, uh, he was a huge '80s and '90s country star, but he had a, a big hit in '02 uh, with Three Wooden Crosses, um, and that song right there. Um, it was mainstream. It was mainstream, but you could sing it at church. Yeah, he's got a bunch of out. He's got a. Few. He's got a worship album. Yeah, he's got a few. Uh, but what that song right there? That's that's one of those obvious songs. That's what it's talking about. You know, a farmer, a teacher, a hooker, and a preacher. Uh, they that's all, a good story. You know the story. It's an incredible story. All right. Tell tell them the, uh, if y'all don't know the uh, hooker. The hooker has a, a, a child, and the child is is the narrator, and. Uh, the preacher of the, the the son of the hooker yeah yeah and the uh, son of the hooker i forget what happened to the teacher the, the preacher and a teacher see, farmer teacher they all i thought they didn't they all die yeah and the hooker lived lived and the as the bloodstained bible yeah and in my daddy's hand or in my mother's hands uh-huh. and so the hooker gave the bible to her son which 
they were spared because of the preacher died yeah but in his dying words he's witnessing to the hooker yes, correct yes and then the singer becomes the, the, the son of the hooker yeah. yeah 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 that's what it says right here the son the song is told from the perspective of her son many years later that's awesome uh, what about um see if you remember this one uh angels among us alabama remember that uh then you got uh uh well this one's on there bridge over troubled water simon and garfunkel they sang Crampson and Clover over and over. Yeah, but what, I, I, when I saw Bridge Over Troubled Waters, is that like spiritual or? Bridge Over Troubled Waters would be like, I would say the waters that are troubled is, yeah, troubled waters. So like uh, uh, sorrows, death in the family or something like that. What about, uh, and this is another obvious one, Blake Shelton's 2011 hit, God Gave Me You. That was a love song, but he's saying God Gave Me You, you know, through nah. the ups and downs. I know he's not a big Blake Shell fan. And then, what about this one though? I like I, old Red. I wanted to know what you would think about this. Queen had a 1973 hit called Jesus. I, I don't know that I, song. I don't dislike Blake Shelton. I don't dislike him. I just, I won't go. Yeah, but don't read his Facebook page. For, <laughs> like me, I was telling Justin, I was like, some ideas for us is like, I want to. Me and Justin can get into some heated debates, you know, but it's all in on good fun and love, but. I hope that one of our episodes we're going to just kind of debate each other about certain music because my taste, honestly, this is what's crazy. My taste in music and his taste in music are pretty much opposite, you know? he But he has introduced me to some stuff that I have just gravitated towards. But uh, I'm more of a straight up just 90s country, 90s alternative rock, Goo Goo Dolls and all the that. T- Britt likes the top 40. Top 40. You called me, I remember when we first started hanging out, you were like a... You said Casey Kasem yeah. or something. You so called me Casey of, Kasem. Get out of here with that Casey Kasem. Because <laughs> you know, I, I I do. I like Top Forty. But do you know the song Jesus by Queen? No, I don't either. But it's on here, so I, we we need to look Cor- that up. Cornell wrote a song called uh, Jesus Christ Pose. Uh, do you know where the streets have no name? You too. No, you too though. Uh, Bono, he is a huge uh, charity. Support. He's, he gets I, to I believe church. he's Roman Catholic. He believes in Jesus, and he, so he's he's very outspoken about his faith. But where the streets have no name uh, is a great song. It's talking about heaven. And I'm still I still haven't found what I'm looking for. I still this. haven't found what I'm looking for. Um, and then I was going to show you tell you another one. Billy Joel, Billy Joel's singing uh, "Only the Good Die Young." Yeah. He sings it to. He says. Uh, Come out, Virginia, don't make me wait. You know, you Catholic girls start much too late. Sooner or later, it comes down to fate. Well, I might as well be the one. I'm not saying what Billy Joe believes. Right, yeah, but but, that's that's interesting. But it's about a Catholic girl and her virginity Mm -hmm. and him calling her out. But he says, I'd rather dance with the sinners than cry with the saints because the sinners are much more fun. Hmm. And uh, some... Uh, something about heaven. Some, I, some say it is. Some say it ain't. Oh, and yeah. then I'd rather dance with the sinners. And like, uh, but I just kind of wish we'd change the lyrics to that. Maybe we could redo that. Well, oh, we'll try it. What about? Um, here's an obvious one. But I loved it when it came out in 2003. Josh Turner's Long Black Train. Yeah. That's that's pretty obvious. What he's talking about, right? It's a good good song. I mean, I'm not saying do you like it or not. I'm just saying that's a pretty obvious song, what he's I, talking about. I the, mean, the how, metaphors. Can, how can you... I can't say I dislike it because it's, it's like rooting for my team, you know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't think that's our banner. 
You or, know? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. But no. it's almost like it's not broken enough for me to like it. What do you, okay, what about this one? This one was a huge country music hit in 1995 from Vince Gill, Go Rest High on That Mountain. Beautiful song. I love it. That's one of the greatest songs written. Yeah, it's a, it's, whew. It's a tearjerker. It's, it is. It's like the river. Or oh, he, yeah. He stopped loving her today. Okay, what about this one? There's truth in this song. I'm not sure how, let's see, how do I, it talks about God's sovereignty in a way, but Garth Brooks' uh, song, one of his first hits was Unanswered Prayers. You know, sometimes God doesn't, and for me in my life I've seen it, you know, God doesn't always answer what I'm hoping he answers, but then when I look back, I'm thankful he didn't answer because right. I, Yeah. you know, so that was another one that was on I, this list. I think we just don't know. We don't necessarily know what what's best for the long run, you know. And, yeah. And just because we, you can't really use him as a lottery winner, you know, as a lottery ticket or a genie. winner. Yeah, or a genie. He's not a vending machine. Mm-hmm. You don't want a seven. Lord, I'm going to you to put my quarter in, and you're going to give me a seven, and then hit it when it doesn't work, you know. I'm interested in knowing your take on this song, um, because the lyrics. One of the verses is really cool. It says, uh, it's talking about uh, Bathsheba and David, but it's uh, Leonard Cohen. Wow. And many people have redone this song, Hallelujah. You know that song? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what, they, that's what they sang. Chris, Chris Cornell's daughter sang that for him on stage after he died. Hey, conspir- really? conspiracy for you about Chris Cornell. All right. All right. Cornell and Chester Bennington and a couple others. Uh, even it goes back to Paul Walker, kind of. Oh, okay. Chester Bennington is Lincoln, Lincoln Park. Park. Yep. And, uh, and, of course, Paul Walker's famous actor. Right. Fast and Furious. Well, there's a. Alright, this isn't me saying this. Right, it's the conspiracy. A lot of people know about this, but some of y'all probably don't, so share it this because it really canonized. is. This isn't canonized. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, uh. Anyways, uh. The, the Council of Nicaea didn't get together and form it or whatever. Uh. It goes back to the child, uh. Trafficking thing. Sex trafficking. Right, thing. yeah. And they said that those guys were killed because they were activists in a uh, resistance towards that and to supporting, mm-hmm. stopping, or putting a halt to it. Mm-hmm. And think about how soon they were together, how they passed together, Epstein trial, the everything. 2017 was when Cornell was gone. Right. And Cornell made it through all those years to kill himself now. Ooh, that just sends See, chills. Well, I, the only reason I found, came up on it is because I was uneasy about Cornell, Chris Cornell doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would he make it through mm-hmm. all that? And who's, who knows? And doesn't his wife still question the whole situation? Yes, I think she does. And I think, I think there's some unanswered things in it's, there. You, uh, know? you would think. Um, but anyway, um, the last song I wanted to throw out at you that's still one of my favorite songs to play and me and you've played it before is 1948 Hank Williams Sr. I Saw the Light okay I'm glad you play that one I'm glad you like some Hank Hank Sr. songs you know uh, Lonesome Lonesome Whistle which which Little Feet we're working on that but the the Little Feet version of it it's it's tough y'all should check it out Little F-E-A-T right Justin had to correct me well I didn't didn't want you getting around somebody (laughs) getting corrected you know what I mean but uh, but now, do you know anything about Hank Williams Senior's fate? Did he 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 had a? I mean, I know he 
had his had his struggles, but he had a faith in Jesus, right? Yeah, man. Uh, uh, he sings that song, "Just a jug of wine and a woman's lies make a life like mine." On uh, oh, you curse the day you started rolling down that lost highway. Yeah, you know, it's it's about a man that's aged speaking to like a twenty-two-year-old young man. I was just a, I was just a lad, nearly twenty two, neither good nor bad, just yeah. a kid like you. Yeah. I think he that was one of his first songs that reached me, and then when, as I dug into his music, I found he does a lot of worship songs. Yeah, uh, he did. A, yeah, he he did a lot, several hymns too. Didn't yeah, he? man, he's he's solid in that. But he was young when he died. Twenty eight. He's. I think he was. I don't think you can consider Hank part of the Twenty Seven Club, but he's right there at it. I, I'm pretty. I, I, let me see when he before we uh, close off. Maybe twenty nine. Yeah, twenty eight or twenty nine. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Because last week we talked about. Uh, he did a few. The Twenty Seven Club, remember? Yeah. And we might do a whole episode on that because it. Oh wow! Hey, check Charlie Crockett out. Charlie Crockett redid a bunch of Hank Senior songs. Yes, and you turned me on to him. Remember? Yeah, uh, man, he's good. He, he was, sings with a lisp. I'm not saying a lisp makes you good. I'm saying he he's, was born he, in '23 and died in '53, '33, '40. So thirty. He was he was going to be he was 29. You're right. He okay. was 29. He'd have been 30 in '53. Um, I think it was liquor for because of alcohol. It was. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, he he was doing like uh, cortisone shots and morphine, I think. Yeah, but he was. I mean, he was. Some people consider him the father of country music. I would, some, wouldn't you, know, you say he, so? He was. Uh, he was definitely the pioneer that that paved the way for like Co- commercialized it. Yeah, definitely commercial. Uh, and uh, I know that Alan Jackson still talks about Hank Williams Senior being an influence and and all that, but. Uh, yeah, so this I hope y'all enjoyed this and were able to get something out of it because it's so it's so cool for me to look up uh, songs and artists that that have a faith background and um, and I've heard like I think Travis Tritt and Martina Bride have both said that you know a lot of country artists uh, for some reason in that genre they a lot of them were brought up in faith backgrounds and they sang in church that's how they you know we were in the Bible Belt you know Bible where Belt, country yeah. music is so, big south, the southeast and um, so, yeah. Hey, if you ever have a doubt about anything, go search out your doubt. Like if, like the ideas, like uh, like the real relationship of Christ. It's not an idea that's passed on from person to person. So like, don't get your idea formed from a TV show. I'm not saying my right. parent, our parents are wrong. Yeah. I'm saying, but the idea we yeah take from them yeah. the idea we image yeah. is uh, it could be wrong you know it could be it, not what they said be wrong but what we perceive to be wrong like you know what do you know what I'm D- saying like dig yourself yeah like, dig yourself go, go. form your own relationship don't meet Joe through Brit like yeah. if I need to meet, meet Joe uh-huh. I go to Joe to meet Joe, I right. don't. I don't know you, Joe because you told me yeah. about Joe. I need to meet Joe. Because a lot of people have this conception, this misconception of who Jesus is, just because of where we grew, where our, circumstances grew up or their circumstances, or our, or, or our generations. Yeah, and, and um, church too, man. I yeah, think a lot people, of people, a lot, a lot of people probably listening have been turned off by the organized church, like you know, whether it's the Baptist I, church I on the corner. I was. Yeah. And not necessarily, <coughs> not necessarily like the church I grew up in. Right. But the, the idea of you have tos and yeah. and stuff, but you have to. 
you have to do a bunch. You, yeah. You don't have to. You're free to not do it. But yeah. if if you want to be a part of the family, you got to. You know. Exactly. Um, no, that's cool, man. I, I, I can't wait to to next week. Uh, I, y'all, I, I really want y'all to. Uh, try your best to go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash the Jones Boys Music. Uh, we're wanting to, 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 we want to get to know so many of y'all, and especially those of you that uh, that aren't uh, one of our family or friends. And uh, send us messages. Uh, we want to talk about what we talked about on the show. Soundgarden uh, formed in 84. Huh? Soundgarden was 84. 1984. Okay, cool. Uh, but this is kind of the format. And so uh, next week, we're not sure what we're going to talk about, but. I hope that uh, y'all enjoy it and you'll tune back in. And hopefully soon we're going to start our uh, brand new podcast. And I'm so excited about that. I kind of want to get back into Robert Johnson and uh, oh, the yeah. Faustianism. Okay. We'll talk about that one time. Well, look look back on uh, episode one uh, if you hadn't heard it yet. And we talked about Robert Johnson. And that's all I'm going to say because it was such a good episode. But um, anyway, Jay. Uh, Popper's cutting us off. Piper is cutting us off, so we're gonna we're gonna head out. But uh, I hope y'all enjoyed it. We're gonna play a song in this last segment that I hope you really like. It's called "A Cowboy's Born with a Broken Heart," and uh, it was a, a song from the early '90s by a group named Boy Howdy. Jeffrey Steele wrote it. Uh, he wrote the song uh, "What Hurts the Most" that Rascal Flatts recorded, and he's wrote some other hits. But uh, it's a song that me and Justin, with our harmonica and acoustic, just jailed with. And so we're gonna do that here uh, in just a, in a moment. So hope you enjoy it. Uh, this song right here is called A Cowboy's Born with a Broken Heart. Hope you enjoy it. He don't cry when he falls down. He's been known to hit the ground. There ain't too much. They could tear his worth apart A cowboy's born With a broken heart If you're trying To make him blue You're better off With someone new He's been lonesome right from the very start. A cowboy's born with a broken heart. God gave him his common sense. He learned young to mend the fence. He keeps all his feelings locked inside He was taught to rope and brand And always be an honest man If it ever comes down to his pride Just let him go ain't worth the fight He may be broke But he's still right 
been lonesome right from the very start. A cowboy is born with a broken heart. God gave him his common sense He learned young to mend fence He keeps all his feelings locked inside He was taught to rope and brand And always be an honest man If it ever comes down to his pride just let him go It ain't worth the fight He may be wrong But he's still right Cause he's been lonesome Right from the very start The cowboy's born with a broken heart, the cowboy was born. With a broken